Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Welcome back to the Corner of Truth and Courage. Thank you for joining us here this week. Today, I want to talk to you about creationism. There's many people out there who do hold, as Bible-believing Christians, we hold to a six-literal 24-hour day creation. But there are many Christians out there who apparently do not hold to that view. I was talking with a pastor in Texas. I was out there last week for a conference uh, dealing with evangelizing Muslims, bringing the gospel to Muslims, and we had a great time out there. But uh, he's, a, he's a pastor, and he, he lost a, a family in his church, and he began to stop believing in the Bible, and it started with his views on creationism. It started with, well, I I just can't believe that God, there seems to be evidence out there in in, in the scientific world that is compelling me to believe that we evolved, and I just can't see that God has the power to do what the Bible says that he did. It must have happened differently. And then because he left the door open there to say, well, I believe my Bible. I believe my Bible where it tells me that Jesus died on the cross for my sins and to give me salvation. And I you know, believe this and that and the other as I read my Bible. But this one particular area in my Bible, I believe is faulty. In a sense, that's what he's saying. I believe the Bible, but I don't believe this part. But then it started like a domino effect. And the next thing you know, he begins to become critical of the story of Jonah and the whale. Well, I can't see how that's possible. And so now what this is ha- what's happened is that a human being is using his intellect to decide whether or not God's word is worthy to be believed or not. The domino effect began to fall, and before long, he was out of church. And it got me thinking, you know, how many people out there hold to a six-day, 24-hour creation view? Because I believe that if you slip there, if you, coming out of the gate, you're stumbling at the start if you don't believe what the Bible says. Because very clearly the Bible is telling us that an evening and a morning were the first day, an evening and morning were the second day, an evening and a morning were the third. You, you, you have six evening and mornings. These are 24-hour periods. And the Bible very clearly explains that God did his creation work within six days and then he rested on the seventh And so I'm wondering out there how many other Christians or churchgoers, because I'm wondering, you know, if I can call you a Christian if you can't believe the Bible. Is the so-called science of this world causing uh, so-called Bible believers, Christian followers, Christ followers, to doubt God's word and create this this doubt? Because if it is then it is beginning to question for yourself, is God's word true? 
can I truly believe it? Now, God definitely gives us things to reason with. Come now, let us reason together. God wants us to bring our brain to the table when we look at God's word instead of just accept it because God says so. God doesn't want us to meet him on those terms without our mind and logic being engaged. But with saying that, God, though, desires that we meet him also with faith. And the question is, how big is your God? Or maybe another question is, how small is your God? If your God cannot perform a six-day creation in 24 literal hours, then perhaps your God is not, a, is not the God of heaven. Maybe your God is the God of your imagination. And there's a lot of that going on out there in Christianity. I see it with Muslims. I see it with Christians. Well, my God says this, that, and the other. Well, you know, that's the God of your imagination, the God of the Bible, says it differently. So if you're out there playing the Christian role, the Christian life, and you're saying, well, I, I believe in God, I believe in Jesus, believe in all these things, there, but I reject, I, I don't accept a six-day literal creation. Now, let's look at the polls. I did some research on this, and the polls have been saying by Gallup that America, 40% of Americans hold to a creationist view. Now, their questions are kind of vague. They've been asking this question for about 30, 40 years. It's the same question. And America has pretty much stayed pretty firm in this area. But the questions aren't posed very clearly to really determine if someone believes in a six-day literal creation. So I'm not going to get so much, uh, too much into that poll. However, Slate did some deeper looking into this question with some of their polls because they were challenging this idea. Is it true that about 40% of Americans out there hold to a creationist idea? Because it seems like many of them are blending a bit of evolution in with their creationism. I saw that when I started in the ministry. Uh, my first full-time staff position was a youth pastor. This seems like 100 years ago now. It was a mission internship uh, job that I was doing with the church in Missouri. And I was only going to be with them for a maximum of two years. And so I felt, well, I had a short period of time with these young people. I'd like to know if I'm going to be their teacher and their you know, educator in the Word. What do they need to know? And so I kind of gave them a bunch of uh, uh, questions there. What do you know about this? You know, kind of like... Uh, choose, um, uh, you know, an answer, A, B, C, or D type of thing there. A pretty simple test, but it led me to find areas in their teaching that they were lacking. But one of the things that surprised me is that I found that these kids, although somewhat faithful in their church, somewhat groomed in, in the Word, been around church for, for some time, were theistic creationists. Now, they never would have used that word for you. They probably didn't even know, knew what it was. But they kind of adapted an idea. Well, in my church, in my home, I hear God created. But in my school, I hear that we evolved. And so they just simply married the two together. God created, but he must have used evolution to bring it 
to pass. You see, if you're an evolutionist, you have to have millions of years in order for this uh, change to evolve from a soup into mankind, into people, sophisticated beings that we are today. And so you've got to have a long period of time. Now, most Americans say, well, we believe in a shorter period of time, and you know, like it may be you know, six to 10,000 years. Where do they get that? They get that from the Bible, from the word of God. See, if God is big enough, if he is who he, who he claims to be and who we believe him to be, then he could simply do it as he said he did it. Who, well, what's, up, what's obstructing God from simply breathing these words and breathing these things into existence with his word? The problem is, is that man's science, which is built on the idea that, um, uh, that we, we, we want man to be in charge instead of being subject to a creator, um, you know, they, they're following, they're making, um, they're looking at the results of their test and of their science from a viewpoint that God does not exist. And so therefore they need a, uh, an explanation to explain how we got here without God. So therefore they've got all these millions of years. And so if, if we're a people who say we believe God, but cannot believe God's word, then we open ourselves up to be victims of deceit, of following our own fancy. We put ourselves now in charge of saying what God has said rather than God saying what he said. Where do you live in this area? Are you one of those out there who doubts God's word, kind of, you know, look at it. Well, I, it's like a smorgasbord for you. It's like a buffet. You pick what you like and you can put that on your plate. Well, I like these things about God and like these things about the Bible and this teaching and that teaching and stuff. And you kind of accept it, but the rest that you don't like, well, I'm just going to, you know, put that away and, and leave that to the side. Um, that's not how God's doctrines work. If you if you try to make it that way, then you're going to get uh, a big mess. And you know this is sometimes why I have a little problem with Christian radio and Christian TV. Although I do Christian radio, um, there's some things that I think that are uh, problematic for Christians because if Christians don't use God's word as their authority, and then they'll start looking at say, well, I like this preacher, what he had to say, and I, and I, I follow him, and, and we follow these things, and we start listening to that, and then we're like, someone, oh, I like what he had to say. So, but these guys are saying something different than my pastor is saying, and they must know more because they're on the radio. So, you know, they've got to be smarter, and they've got to have this and the other. And my pastor, you know, well, you know, he's a good guy, and we love him, and we like him and stuff there, but, you know, I, I just like how these other people put it. And if you do that, you end up with what I call milkshake theology, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and you blend it all together, and you have a milkshake theology. Uh, be careful with that. And uh, be careful if you're out there saying, well, I'm not sure if I believe what God's word said that he created in the evening, in the morning, and, uh, and, and that there were six of these days that he created. Um, the science that's out there 
first of all, we can't observe. Science is, is to observe. So a lot of the scientists are doing are simply try and, and, and back with Darwin, you know, there's a lot of things he did not know. You know, he saw maggots appear out of no, nowhere and didn't know where, what, where maggots came from and thought this was a, you know, a, uh, an evolutionary uh, thing happening there. There was a lot of things they didn't understand back there in Darwin's day that today in molecular uh, science we can see. And the more we study and the more we learn about these things, the more we see that there has to be a designer, that there has to be a wonderful creator, and that it couldn't possibly occur without a designer. And so a lot of scientists there are pulling, pulled away from Darwinism. That's kind of been thrown, kicked to the side because it's very hard to defend it. And, um, you know, they believe in maybe an intelligence design, but we don't accept God doing that. So we're going to say, well, maybe there's intelligent life out there, alien life forces, and they planted these uh, seeds here amongst us there. How, how uh, desperate many people are to try to hold to their fantasies just to explain away God. The Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please him. In Romans, it says, for whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Did you get that? For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. So it's important, folks, that we meet God with our, with our logic, with our reasoning, but we also have to bring to the table our faith. If God said it, have the faith to believe it. That's going to be it for today. Join us again tomorrow at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.